Hey there, welcome back to another episode of B-School. I, as always, am really glad that you're here. Before we get into the show, I am introducing something new, an experiment that I am excited about. So I'm calling it Hotline B. Yes, that is kind of a Drake reference. And basically what it is, is a text message line. So you will be able to text me, let me know what you're learning from the show, something that you'd like to see. And also, I will midweek send a little piece of content related to whatever that week's episode is. So it might be a voice note, it might be an article, it might be a reflection, but something to really help you take aligned action throughout the week totally free to join. All you have to do if you don't want to get those texts anymore is text STOP. Um, I can send message globally, but you might want to check with your carrier to see if you're not in the States, if there would be any fees for you to receive those texts. Okay. You're probably like, okay, what's the number? You just text JOIN to 650-618-0711. So text JOIN to 650-618-0711. And if you're not in the States, just put a plus one in front of that. So that's Hotline B. Excited about it. We'll see what happens with it. And now let's get into the show. I am just coming off of two weeks where I was just resting and dreaming and kind of doing some work, but only work that felt good and interesting to me, which is how the idea for Hotline B came up. Actually, I was ideating on something else and stumbled into that idea. And so during those two weeks off, two major things happened. One, I finally read Atomic Habits, which seems like it's been this trendy personal development book for a long time. And sometimes when things are too trendy, I push away from them, which is probably why it took me so long to read it. And I honestly wish I would have read it sooner. I really like the way that James Clear writes. I think he's clear and potent in what I want to be in a writer. So I read that book. I also simultaneously took about two weeks off of Instagram, not logging in, not worrying about it, just doing my own thing. And so I'm reading this book on habits And I'm off of Instagram. And what I realized was that I have a lot of bad habits around Instagram. I don't like how I'm relating to it. I didn't like how much time I've been spending on it. I don't like what it can draw out of me, the insecurity, or even the other side of that, the pride. I just don't want to spend as much energy there. There will probably be more podcast episodes on that. This episode is not that. This episode is about breaking bad habits, but I saw really immediately that a bad habit that I needed to break was how I was relating to Instagram. And so as I was reading through the book, he has these kind of rules or principles, and one stood out to me because I realized that's something that I do regularly and that works for me. And so to see someone who has actually like gathered research on an insight and approach that's worked for me was really helpful because I got to understand, oh, this is why it's working. And that principle is make it difficult. Simple as that. Make it difficult. Make it harder to complete whatever your bad habit is. 
James Clear talks about it as increasing friction. So he, the way that he says it is increase the number of steps between you and your bad habits. Sound familiar? If you listen to the five ways to transform your relationship to email episode, that's basically what I did. I increased the number of steps to make it harder for me to check email. First, I had email on my phone, was checking it all the time. So I deleted the app. That made a little bit more friction. But then I found out I was I could just go in on the browser and the browser didn't log me out. So now instead of using the app to check email, I was using the browser to check email. Not as great of an experience. So maybe it did make it a little bit more difficult, but not as difficult as I needed it to be. So then finally, what I ended up doing is logging out of the browser app and saying, if I need to log in, if for whatever reason I need to see something in my email, a confirmation or something that I need to show, if I'm picking something up, especially in COVID times, then I will only log in on the incognito window because incognito windows aren't meant to keep your information. And so it'll automatically log you out. So you can hear the increasing levels of friction that I created until ultimately it was less and less appealing for me to even have email on my phone or regularly check email on my phone. And I'm kind of taking a similar approach to Instagram. Before I took my two weeks off, I was deleting the app fairly regularly. And at first that felt like a good amount of friction, But then what I found is it's not that hard to just re-download the app. And Instagram wants you to log in really easily. So it will, once you re-download the app, you're in. Like you never even left. And so now what I have to do is I log out of the app and then I delete the app. So as I'm coming back in, if for whatever reason I decide I need to be on Instagram that day, I have to re-download the app which takes maybe a minute or so. And then I have to physically log in and it gives me some more time to think about what am I doing? Why am I actually spending this time to get on this app that's gonna waste more of my time? So make it difficult. That's worked for me in the past. And to expand on that, I would invite you to also create a clear ending. This is really useful if you have a bad habit that involves something that you have to use. I have to use email to communicate with people, right? I, to a certain extent at this point, still have to use Instagram because inner workout is still on Instagram. And I still do some things on Instagram or have people that I only have access to right now on Instagram. So I can't completely cut them out, but I know that I can really easily get sucked in. So having clear endings helps me out. And an ending can look different for everyone. I'll share three examples of how you might create an ending to give yourself some more of that space, some more of that friction. One is logging out, like I mentioned. So sometimes if I get excited about something, I want to check it really regularly. Is it growing? Right now I'm doing some stuff on Pinterest. Is it effective? And so I'll want to go on Pinterest, especially when the task at hand is getting difficult. And so if I am logged out of of Pinterest, I have to physically log back in. And that is another layer of friction. So 
maybe it's like, okay, sometimes I do have to post things on on Pinterest. Sometimes I do have to get on Instagram. Sometimes I do need to fill in the blank, whatever it is for you. When I'm done, I'm going to log out. I have a little ending ritual so I know I am done with this task. I am moving on. And if you get tempted to go back to it, there's that that barrier that you've placed to remind you, oh, it's not the time for this right now. Something else might be physically powering down. I'm trying to do this more with my computer. It's hard when I use my computer both for work and for play. I've been doing a lot of virtual chess right now. But what I find is I'll be doing virtual chess and then I'll have an idea and then I'll be on something and all of a sudden I'm working. But that's not what I planned to do. I was supposed to be playing virtual chess. And so I'm trying to turn off my computer at night again to make it more difficult for me to do the things that I don't want to be doing, like getting sucked back into work. The final way that you might create a clear ending is to create physical distance between yourself and whatever the stimulus is. The example that gets brought up a lot is your phone. Put your phone in a different room. If you don't want to sleep by your phone or you don't want to wake up and look at your phone right away, put your phone in a different room so that you have to get up and walk and do all of this effort. You might say, okay, I put my phone down in the entryway and that's how I know it's time for me to start to wind down for the night. And I pick my phone up from the entryway after I've done whatever I want to do in the morning and I'm ready to engage with the world. If you've got certain things like I have such a sweet tooth, but I'm realizing more of my sensitivity to sugar where it can give me headaches, especially certain things, but I still love them. I still want to have them. So I might say, okay, I can only have it at this time, or I know I might get tempted, so I'm going to put it just a little bit further away from me, not because I'm trying to deprive myself, but because I want to give myself time to think about why I created that friction in the first place. The goal here is really to make whatever action, whatever habit it is, less automatic by giving yourself more time to realize what you're doing. Because habits, you just get used to them. You get a groove in your brain and you're going on autopilot. And when you create friction, when you make some more space between stimulus and response, then you, instead of going on autopilot, you're making a conscious choice. And that's what we want is to make conscious choices. We want to be taking aligned action. So that's how you break a bad habit. And if you're interested in learning more about this, I really recommend the Atomic Habits book. Um, It goes into building habits and breaking habits. But I like to speak from a place of experience and making things difficult has helped me break habits. And hopefully it can help you examine your own habits. So maybe take a moment to think about a bad habit that you'd like to break, and then think about how you can experiment with making it more difficult this week. And if you want, you can text me and tell me what that habit is. Remember, you can text JOIN to 650-618-0711. I would love to hear how you're going to make things more difficult this week. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back in your earbuds next week.